0: What's up, you bunch of thin-thighed Sparkle Muffins? Different, right? Yeah, get ready for that. Um, Post-show episode, oh my god, it's 63. Unbelievable. We cover a very significant amount in this episode. Um, We end on the Q&A, the Instagram sensation that is sweeping the nation. Great questions this week. Thank you for that. Come back on Mondays on the Instagram page for more Q&As. Um, What do we cover in this episode? We do Hot D, House of the Dragon episode 5, Rings of Power episode 4, Licorice Recoil episode 12, and then we talk about the first couple of episodes of Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which appears to be taking over uh, the internet. I talk about my review on Ergo Proxy, a 2006 anime from, and I I just watched the pilot, Grant talks slash raves about the movie The Barbarian, or just Barbarian. Um we cover the news feed which is intense and then we get to our lovely Q&A where we really uh, let loose. Thank you guys so much for listening and enjoy. Hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. What's up, teacup? (laughs) You like that one? I do. I'm doing good. You see that shit coming, did
1: you? Yeah. So, and you? How are you?
0: I'm exhausted. Yeah. I don't even... I don't even know why. I was thinking to myself earlier this week. It's like... I'm just laughing, by the way, that we're 20 seconds in, and I'm going to talk about how old I feel. (laughs) Um, But, like... This week, I, I just had to do very basic, typical adult shit. Mm. Like, I just had to do a big grocery run, but, like, I didn't have a lot of time, and uh, I had to, like, clean the place, and I was all rushed, and I was, like, you know, I think I was, like, house or dog sitting, and I realized, like, oh, no, but now I need to get to the other end of town. But what, what I think my parents, or what our elders would call just errands, mm. which is a nice way to, like, the nice way of saying bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like I just had a bunch of yeah. bullshit to take care of. Sure. Yeah. And none of it was valuable. Like it it all just serves to keep like the machine of your life like well oiled. But like yeah. none of it is like You know what I mean? None of it it counts as an activity.
1: No, definitely not.
0: None of it counts as uh an interest.
1: Well, I'll raise you one. Like I I just I mean, want Yeah, you're in a different like, level. F- from vacation. And I think coming back from vacation is the new hungover at 30.
0: Ooh, that's <laughs> like, a good take.
1: Like I am exhausted. You know, I, I literally had a week off and I feel like I'm in a drunken stupor. Like I'm exhausted <sighs> right now. All it takes is one day to kind of get out of the, you know, one day back into the swing of things just to knock you back on your ass. Yeah. But yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's weird. It's like, uh, there's just, there's a price to pay for everything right now. Um, absolutely. Like if you, you know what I mean. If you indulge in food or in drink, it's like the hangovers worse. Everyone's got a sensitive gut. Everyone's fighting some sort of autoimmune disease. It feels like, I don't know. It's just, uh, God. What do you think? If this is someone's first episode, how old do you think they think we are? (laughs) 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 are You're forty-three. No, you already said (laughs) thirty. But yeah, it's okay. Anyway,
1: at least we got got Country Roll waiting for us at home. At the end of the day, that
0: is true. We can't afford to buy as many. Like being adults, like you get to afford to buy as much candy as you want, and then mm-hmm. you never do because like it gives you heartburn or some bullshit. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, um, we got a lot to discuss today.
1: We yeah, got gonna... should we should shout out if for if this is your first time listening, you should check out our Instagram feed, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, share those if you can, guys, because we are on there. We love you know the the likes really help and all that. Sure. Um, and uh, also like if you keep an eye on the Instagram specifically Monday nights, we have q and A. Q&A. Uh, we have some QA questions today. Uh, so they are in there. So those do go up. Please, Good questions. We love the questions. You know, we're getting a lot of great questions. We love it. We appreciate it. So thank you. Shouts out.
0: Um, we talk about anime here. We talk about a bunch of stuff. A lot of entertainment related questions today. Very pop culture i I'm excited. Um, but first, we're going to talk with like, we're going to talk about the double, the double hitter. Sure. We're going to talk House of the Dragon and Rings of Power.
1: Hot D, how dare you.
0: Let's go to Hot D Episode 5 first. Spoiler warning for, you know, Hot D Episode 5 and Rings Power Episode 4. Let me let me pitch it to you, Grant. I think we were yeah. talking off air for like one minute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, spoiler warning, but like, I think everyone's been kind of spoiled by this, just by the promotion. But I think this is the last we're seeing before the giant time skip. Yes. And, um, you know, it's kind of on a big note. A lot has happened. Sorry for the noise, <laughs> but uh, what, what did you think of episode five?
1: Episode five was, you know, it, it's so funny. There There's this really funny moment, like kind of like a, not an out-of-body experience I had, but, you know, watching the episode and, you know, it's been a while since, you know, Game of Thrones and all that. You know, I've been out of the kind of like the, the mythos of the world. And, you know, there's about like maybe 10 minutes left in the episode and it's the wedding scene, right? And I just had this moment of, oh, fuck, weddings aren't good in this show. <laughs> and, like, I kind of had, like, a, like, a laugh yeah. out loud moment of, like, oh, wait, like, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. Like, now, it's, it's so funny how, like, you remember, like, the storytelling of the show. And, it, like, it's got, like, all excited over again within that moment. But great episode. Like, this is kind of, like, the... I think this is the best episode yet, like, across the board. I totally um, agree. Because I think it's a lot of exits. I think it's intentional. There's characters are leaving, you know, because we are getting these, you know aged out or older versions of like, mm-hmm. you know like you know Renera and Al Alys- and whatnot. But um so like they had some really good monologues and I'm just a sucker for like a good monologue and it... some good old, you know <laughs> hot tea violence and mm-hmm. oh, it was great, great episode.
0: What I um I always talk about like the early seasons of Game of Thrones and how like when Tyrion was Hand of the King, seasons like two through three maybe Mm -hmm. I loved like the politicking shit. Mm -hmm. And if this episode is, I don't know, let's say 55 minutes as a guess, Mm -hmm. I would say 45 minutes of it is just like politicking stuff. You know, who, how are we going to get these people married or is this going to work out? Um, What are, what are everybody's motivations? What do people stand to gain? All this fun scheming shit happened. And then, so I was like, Oh, that's a pretty good episode. I'm very much in my element. I'm really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. But dude, the last 10 minutes of this thing
1: that wedding is out out of control
0: the that like it's hard to say it's better than i'm putting like air quotes better than the red or the purple wedding Mm. because it's very different and the context really matters in those scenes but what i will say is i think this might be among some of the best directed of hot d so far Mm. like rewatch that wedding scene and watch how rapidly they cut from character to character and how like none of the characters know what's going on. And they're all getting a little sloppy and like, it feels like you're at a party when you're at that wedding.
1: They really, they really did cool stuff with like intentionally putting people in front of the camera. Like, you know, like, but in just like the bumping, you know, like moving of the crowd. That and was dancing, brilliant. You know, and it was just, it had a very, the tension was very well done. It's so funny because, you know, you know game of thrones and house of dragon like they they do tension all the time but i feel like this was kind of new for the show like it, it, was, it like, was it was like they tapped into something else you know they, like, and it was it was awesome it was cool to see
0: they found something at the end when the violence finally breaks out it's like you're looking through the king viserys's eyes almost mm-hmm. it's like he's at the throne at the back of the room and you just see a crowd of people erupt yeah. And, like, it's, like, you know, it's, like, something's in the middle of the crowd that's scaring people, and you hear confusion and raised voices and, like, slashes, but you don't know where. And you can't see Renera, and you can't see um, Daemon. Daemon. Yeah. And, and, like, all this shit is happening, and it's, like, oh, my God, who's hurt? And you're on this journey with, like, Viserys and the people who are trying to figure it out. You're, like, they're in the mind of the audience, or the eye of the audience, rather. I was, like, yo, yeah, this is this fucking tight this is awesome pretty cool direction
1: very well very well directed the uh, the thing too like i loved how like you you know just like the way that you would get like bits and pieces of people's conversations too like again they would reuse like the people kind of moving in and out and the dancing like you would see Renner and damon for a second you'd see you know the high towers for a second you know like mm-hmm. the the jumping around it was it was like honestly nauseous by the end of it but it was just perfect you know it's really well done like i've been in that like we're at comic-con last weekend and that was the feeling of like trying to look through the crowd people constantly cutting in and audio it's just like you know it's it's real yeah yeah, yeah.
0: no i i think we're, we're on the same page let's talk about the questions at the end of this because mm. it you know we have a time skip coming mm-hmm. um I, I will say one last thing i loved is that they got married anyway at the end, but they had to have, like, a rushed wedding with no one present.
1: Yeah, it was awkward as shit. Yeah, everything went down.
0: Didn't that happen, actually? Yeah, it did. It happened to Tom Tommen Barathe- Baratheon, but Tom and Lannister, Cersei's uh, kid, after Joffrey was poisoned at his wedding. Do you remember that?
1: Uh, no, not really, actually. So
0: that happens, and then um god one of the best actors on the show charles dance who plays tywin yeah he says to cersei he's like we're not doing the 77 course meal thing again we're like we're marrying them like now quickly quietly just get it done anyway it just reminded me of that but um okay is is king Viserys dead
1: uh no i don't think so
0: in by episode six is he dead Cause he collapses, right? Uh, is that the cliffhanger when he passes out at the yeah, wedding him, at the very yeah,
1: end? Yeah. Yeah. Him, him kind of going down, but I don't, I don't think it's, <sighs> I genuinely think we're getting a full season run with him or we're, like, like a penultimate episode, like, you know, cause like historically, you know, is it episode Those the... nine? Yeah. Of, nine of the nine of the season is like where the bodies, you know, drop. Yeah. Right. So, you know, again, they've been kind of playing with expectations a lot. So who knows? Um, No, I think he's alive. I think like I said, I think we're going to either get the full run or like right up to the, like almost the very end. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that was a, I think that was a bit of a red herring considering all like the violence and action we had like at the tail end of that episode Mm -hmm. to throw a little extra thing on top. kind of seems like, you know, we're playing on everyone's feelings from what just happened. I think. Interesting. Yeah. At the very least, I think he's, he's in next episode. Okay. I
0: guess we'll see. What about you? What do you think? torn I don't know like if I didn't know and I am I don't know I'm not irritated but like uh, HBOs going ham on the promo right now for the time scale yeah. yeah we yeah. were just talking before before this off air like they're releasing tons of you know just little snippets and scenes of the new actors that are gonna play Renera and Lenor um and, like, just to get, you know, to reduce confusion and and reduce friction on the episode 6 time jump. But, like, it would have been good to know. Or not know. And just find out. So because there's a time jump, and it's... Even if it's only five years, it's just... Viserys looks like he's in such awful condition.
1: They've really, really, like... I deteriorated him. This, this episode, specifically, they really went out of their way to show how decrepit he looks. Yeah, so it's like, I'm he's...
0: Like either going to be like a shell by episode six or he died in episode five
1: Why? Well, yeah he's probably going to be bedridden because yeah. i think that's probably what we're going to get the rest of him you know him trying to king from uh, from his bedroom kind of yeah. thing or from his bedroom
0: yeah that's right because if yeah no you know what oh they released a clip that actually kind of answers this i feel bad now that i would realize it but i won't mention it because it's okay. semi-spoilery okay <laughs> um you think damon fucks off
1: Ooh, yeah, I don't think his ass is probably a lot back at the castle after all this blowout. Who knows? Yeah. It's um, I do, like, I think it's pretty obvious. I think Allison's going to have a lot more control in the the Red Keep, like, going yeah. forward. Um, I think she might start to limit, you know, the comings and goings of some people there, especially if Viserys is so sick and he is, you know, not 100%, you know, she's probably going to take advantage of that, and... You know, like it kind of like it's funny. It's kind of like how Cersei was doing with Robert, like towards the end he was, you know, drunk and, you know, kind of not really mm-hmm. doing his job and she was kind of running stuff yeah. the show or, or running the show on the side a little bit. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we lose him pretty quick there, but
0: Yeah. Okay. Um I don't know if I have a ton more to say other mm-hmm. than I love the confusion. I love the chaos this has like injected and the time skip will only do more of that. I'm really really excited to see. Like, you know, a show of that like this big hasn't done a skip like that where they swap actors halfway through their debut season. Mm. So I'm interested to see how they handle it and how the new actors pick things up. I'm obviously most interested probably in what Damon does. Um, mm. I think hashtag bring back the long hair. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I'm curious to see like Creston Cole, like what's going on with him? You know, like that's Sir Creston, Sir Creston rather, you know, um, the Oathbreaker. But, uh, <laughs> that little shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. so he
0: didn't kill himself, right?
1: No, no. no,
0: no. What, what, do you, what do they call it, Grant? Um, the samurai suicide? They Estab- oh, Seppuku. Seppuku. Because it looked like he was, like, gonna commit a seppuku there.
1: For sure, that's what he was going for.
0: Um, but who stopped
1: him? Allison? Allison, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So she's gonna have a heavy in her corner. Oh my god, I saw, I saw one of the fun. Not to, like, do meme coverage on the show there, oh, but yeah. I, I saw. I saw a still of you know who would gladly be uh, like you know the side pair the side or the side piece of ass. All who? right, uh, friggin' uh, uh, the guy that was chasing after Daenerys the whole time. The is it the uh, the Onion Knight? Or no, not the Onion Knight. Not um, Davos. Uh,
0: uh, Jorah Mormont. Yeah,
1: he'd have no problem being a piece of ass on the side. That's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's sad but true. Um.
1: Oh, Creston.
0: I'm excited. I- yeah, I've remembered some things about what I read about House of the Dragon and like now I kinda think I know where the show's going, not in like a spoiler way. Sure. Um, but also not anything I'm gonna repeat just in case people want to go completely blind, but mm. I'm excited to see where this skip brings us.
1: I've definitely seen way more stills than I'm comfortable seeing.
0: Yeah, I mean they're today alone has been pretty bad. They're pumping the uh, the promo on this. Um okay, let's wrap up on that. Let's move to Rings of Power. Let's move to the Tolkien verse who heavily influenced everything uh, a song and fi- of a song of ice and fire related by the way um i mean and everything else <laughs> and every everything other else. piece <laughs> of fantasy okay fair enough um episode
1: 4 um it was good mm-hmm. i definitely feel like it was i was it's funny because i was so high on last week's episode and this episode was good but it kind of just felt more of the same like, it felt like there was no real
0: moving forward you know right um i mean we met see i disagree i think i liked this one more than last week's really eh what happened last week that was big
1: well just like we kind of had, like we were like in numenor the kind of coming and goings of that kind of seeing the society you know like it's not that this was a like a bad episode it just not as great uh, i I think i'm just i don't think i'm liking the numenor stuff as i thought i would it Mm. feels very like I don't know. It's because It feels like they're trying to set up more politics of stuff like over there. When no, you you're right about that. <laughs> on like the stuff in Middle Earth. So it's um, I, like because that's the thing, too. I don't know if I was just kind of reading into it wrong when I'm getting like, mixed messages of whether. Because there's like the the I think he's a chancellor. I, I don't know. I don't know his name, but he's like the queen's like right hand man, essentially. Or he's like in a position the of power. Queen
0: of Numenor guy. Yeah. Like, his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her helper. The dude whatever.
1: that gives like a big speech. You know, essentially, like, trying to, you know, kind of codify the idea of, like, the elves are bad, essentially, you know, humans are yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know, like, if that's going to have, if that's going to be, like, a new big plot thing for down the road. If we're constantly going to be dealing with elves versus men. Um, yeah. You know, in of, like, you know, the elves against the orcs and all this and that. So, it's, yeah. um, I don't know, it's, like mm-hmm. I say, I think it's a great episode. It's just a lot of things that I felt really, really slow.
0: I'll give you okay. So I'll give you this. I think the Numenor stuff in particular was probably the sorest spot for me this episode. Yeah. Um. I I only think that primarily because the pacing elsewhere is like moving along kind of healthily. Mm -hmm. Like, um. God, it's so funny the the names between these two shows. What's the um the man elf's name who meets Theo? Um, you know the man that was a—he uh, was a captive. He met Adar.
1: Oh yes, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I still don't know that dude's name. <laughs> yeah, it's so awful. Because there's been no one around to talk to him. You know, to say yeah. his name.
0: So, okay. Oh, Arandir, Arandir. Oh, okay. So he, um, his story has had like actually some significant development. You know what I mean? In four episodes, he's like started somewhere, and now he's escaping. Um, and he saves, uh, this Theo kid. I was probably most intrigued by the Adar, Adar, guy. That was was pretty sick. So let me ask you this, um, and don't necessarily answer, but, like, do you and, like, the rest of the Lord of the Rings fanbase who have read a lot of this stuff, do you know who he is?
1: Not off the top of my head.
0: Okay, so we, off the top of our heads, like, you don't think, or you're not already aware if he is, in fact, Sauron, because, like, they did, they posed that question in episode three.
1: No, I and, don't. I don't think it is.
0: Okay, but we definitely did not get anything definitive in terms of an answer. To this episode, they just sort of like didn't. They didn't um,
1: address no, this it. Is like this is like a right. This is like a like a heavy lieutenant situation. I think. Okay. Um, because I do the thing is like I'm pretty sure. I I was always under the impression that Sauron was an elf at one point.
0: Yeah, I th- that is definitely established. So,
1: but I'm pretty sure this Adar is not him. Again, we know it's like the many faces and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, no, I'm not too sure. Okay, but no, the, the see. Th- so that's the other thing too. Like, I I love the Adar stuff, but I feel like that whole scenario of the orcs are going to invade that tower and they're going to be defending that tower. It it kind of like I know it sounds like awesome like when you say it out loud, but it, it kind of feels like the rehashing the movies a bit. I think that's the first like real big copying the movies I've seen so far. Everything else is kind of trying to do its own thing-ish. Right. You know, so I think that's, I don't know, it's... uh
0: You're not excited I, for the raid, for the battle. Well,
1: no, I, I think it's going to be good, but is that just going to be, are we just going to have a lead up for like the next three, four, three episodes till the finale and that's... Okay, I see, mean, I you know, see your
0: point. If that's the route they take, I would probably not be stoked. Yeah. Um, They've been good. With, like, doing subtle time skips. So I would mm. expect them to just, like, keep this shit moving. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, Galadriel dickin' about in Numenor threw off the pacing of this episode. Because it was like, listen, we know she's going to get out of there. Yeah. Like, she's clearly not going to be stuck there. They're clearly going to... It's all going to come together and Isildur's going to join. It's like, you knew that from the moment she landed there. Like, she's going to, like, change the hearts and minds of these people. Or, mm. like, something like that's going to happen. Um it's not insulting to the audience it's just mm. like slowing the pace of the story but you know Game of Thrones has to do that stuff all the time lots of shows have to like line up their pieces for the right moment mm. so maybe i'm being too critical but
1: well no, now that know. i'm thinking about it cuz the queen said she is going with gladriel back to middle earth yeah so now probably that whole you know that whole scene with that chancellor dude in the street kind of you know essentially putting down elves pumping up humans I think that's going to be, like, a, a low-key coup while she's gone, maybe. And then, you know, Numenor... That's, like, the downfall of Numenor becomes, like, what happens when she's gone kind of thing. Interesting. That's a cool but, thought. Uh, so so now, now that I think about it, that's a little more interesting but oh. that, but that that has like season two stuff because they've already confirmed other seasons for this right
0: uh i don't i don't know but i'm 99 percent sure that, so, yeah. like, the investment size that they made in this isn't for a miniseries
1: I, I feel like what has happened in this episode specifically the numenor stuff is probably tee up for bigger plot lines down the road like maybe not necessarily what, in these eight episodes
0: true say yeah i mean that's certainly not, like that's certainly believable um okay i got a good old pet peeve though Okay. And it's not offensive. Okay. Um, I hate the shortening of fictional names and turning them into nicknames. That's stupid.
1: Oh, who's doing that?
0: Isil. Oh. Isil, no. You <laughs> can't get kicked off the Navy, the boat, Isil. <laughs> Is
1: I I know they
0: don't sound like that, but I'm just saying, like, Isil, no, mate. No, I know But but uh, no, that's stupid. That's stupid. They shouldn't. You shouldn't shorten names that don't exist. If you want to do that, just call him Dave instead of David. Don't, don't shorten. Like you don't, you don't name your son Isildor, so you can. No, so that you can call him Isil. Like imagine in Lord of the Rings, if they just started calling Legolas Leg. Like we like my. Ara. <laughs> yeah, you Ara, or Frode. Dim. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you don't do that. Don't ever do that. That's stupid. That doesn't work. We've Okay, so we've learned one thing. These names should... fictional, Fictionalized... Mary
1: definitely calls Pippin Pip at least once.
0: That's different. They're lovers. And those that's are... They're true. allowed to... You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we had, a built, we had some built-in uh, relationships with them, for sure. That's uh, so funny. Maybe I'll
0: let Pippin slide, but... Everything else, like I imagine Aragorn in that awesome, like beautifully lit scene in the Fellowship of the Ring when he takes up Isildur's sword after Boromir drops it, and he's like, and he's like talking, like he's like thinking about it, and then he's like, and then it flashes to him and Arwen. He he would have been like, my great, great, great grandpa Seal. (laughs) And think about how shit that would have been. (laughs) It's fucking stupid.
1: okay wait but technically the with the hobbits in the movies like all of them go by nicknames like yeah but they they're full names right
0: yeah but they're not meant to have like royal names you know what i mean i suppose yeah, yeah they're yeah. meant to be a very low-key people they're hippies <laughs> like
1: little forest hippies
0: yeah they're forest hippies they're they're mountain hippies i don't, I don't and know we,
1: and we got none of the harfoot stuff this episode which kind of bummed me out
0: I'm waiting for the Harfoot stuff to become relevant. Like, I'm like, where are we going with the Stranger? Where are we going? Mm. When's this going to tie in? But I'm sure it will. Like, it's it's a moving oh, yeah. piece that just hasn't yeah, yeah, quite yeah. drawn me in yet. It sounds like it, that's not the case for you, though. You're digging the Harfoot stuff.
1: I think it's probably... Uh, yeah, it's probably my favorite. Typical. Everything. Typical. I, I don't... Actually, if I will say, I don't love... Wow. See, now I feel like I'm just bagging on the episode. I can't stand the dwarf stuff. Like, the... I think they look different. Yeah, it's it was like the same problem I had with the Hobbits. Like in like in Lord of the Rings, you know, like Gimli and the couple of dwarves we see, you know, at the Council of Elrond, you know, mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, you know, like very stoic and it was more practical. And even in the Hobbit, they tried to do something, but it's, there's something about them. That it just, it just makes me laugh. You know, like it's it, it yeah. feels like they're intentionally a little silly. But, oh, um,
0: for sure. Like, dude, like I wrote down this line of dialogue because I laughed out loud. <laughs> when they said it and it's I'm not dunking on it but sure. I was like it was Duran and his wife talking about like a fight that Duran had with his dad and she was like even the hottest coals eventually cool and I was like are all of your metaphors seriously fucking mining metaphors yeah
1: that's what they do they like, Of, of a that's
0: all they got <laughs> I was like I get it but like Jesus <laughs> I don't know that just I was like yeah I mean uh, I don't I don't hate that they would have put that in one of the movies or some shit so it's world building I guess at the end of the day they discover Mithril, Grant. I mean that's like a, a That was
1: cool. That was a cool scene.
0: It was like this I was like the Steve Rogers on the couch. Like I'm just pointing I understood that reference. <laughs> I was just I I know what that is. Um Alright. I think we've we've talked about that quite enough. we're we're, we're eating good. We're watching two fantasy shows.
1: It's, it's it's funny be, it's cuz like we were talking like 2 weeks ago and like oh I'm so, like you know we were worried in the beginning that you know it's it would be too much for you know having them both and then we were excited to have them back to back to compare and now it, it feels like a lot
0: Yeah it's uh, it's like so. it's a lot when they don't all hit at the same time otherwise mm-hmm. you just feel like you're having a blast Sure yeah, yeah But but I do think both studios I mean it's so hard to tell but I I have to s- I have to assume they both would have done better numbers if they were six months apart. Yep, probably. but like that's a theory. What What do you want? Um, all right, let's get into some anime. Yes, dude, we Stop have so it, much shit right. to talk about. Um, Licorice Recoil, Grant. I googled it. I don't know if episode twelve is the finale or not. It you might know, be the more, I think. To me.
1: Yeah, less ne- thirteen is the finale. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah. Let me start. Sure. I usually pitch it to you. That's. I, I know that because i say that um it feels a little cheap that they're spoiler warning licorice recoil episode 12 anime it feels a little cheap that they're like passing off the whole licorice reveal <laughs> as like a,
1: a theme park ride <laughs>
0: as promo i was like okay <sighs> It's, it's a, it's, you know what the problem is with this <laughs> Yeah. is that when an anime tells you like, listen, just have fun and like, don't think about this too much and like enjoy the characters and the world world building and the quick wit and the animation, mm. like that's fun. But then when you try to inject a semi serious or serious plot in the fun, it's then hard to like, backpedal. Rem- to backpedal and be like, oh no, there are stakes now. This is a serious anime. People are going to die. And then, like, when it all sort of... But then they return to that fun, light tone. And it's like, nah, Mm. nothing matters. It's all chill. Like, you know what I mean? It was just this... They injected this, like, serious, dramatic arc in these last three to four episodes. Mm. And, like, didn't really stick the landing, I think, maybe. Uh, We'll see on the finale. It just leaves me kind of confused.
1: So, I mostly agree um, with that. So, I think the problem with them like kind of doubling down on the licorice reveal is I think it changes the tone, potentially changes the tone and direction of the show. Mm. If there is more to come, obviously. Um, if I think this just makes me think that there is going to be a second season. Most was it, likely, was it or, you who
0: told me if it was an original anime or not? It is, it is original. It is original. Okay. So
1: if they had doubled down on like, you know, like them potentially being on the run and them being hunted, you know, that, you know, cause that's the thing they did tee up. The, um, is it, uh, li- uh Lily, Lily Jen or like, essentially like the, the male liquor, the boy version. Yeah. Um, you know, so like they've briefly mentioned those, we saw them in this episode, but you know, like, like gut reaction when that scene happened, I laughed. I was like, that's funny. That's silly, but that's like funny. But it also, if you, you know, maybe it's like looking too deep into it. Mm-hmm. I think the kind con- of like the, the text of that is even scarier of how people are just like, Oh Oh wow, that they really had me there, you know. Like people are just back to like being essentially controlled by the secret police again, you know. Like it was. That's interesting. It, it, it kind of shows like how. I'll
0: give you 50-50 on that.
1: You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not saying, like I bought it, but I do agree. It's like, damn, I, I would have loved a show of we had this them being you know kind of singular and in the same spot same environment with the you know the the cafe and this and that and another season of them on the run like a la 86 you know i think that would would have been cool too it's a good point um so it's it's hard to say i'm actually kind of bummed there's another episode so here <laughs> the way this episode ended you know with again you already gave a spoiler warning but yeah. with Majima showing up yeah you know pulling the gun on them I think that, like, you know, you and I, we don't love, like, really, like, cliffhangers can be bad. Like, really bad they, Yeah, they can be really cheap. And at that end of that episode, I looked at Leanne, I said, if that is the cliffhanger for this season, fucking A. That is, like, just like the, because we don't know, like, the, the, she throws on the backpack, they kind of just, like, talk to each other. Mm-hmm. We know that they talk to each other like that when they were throwing down before, so it's, who knows, you know, maybe they're going to fight again, but who knows, like is Chisato going on a journey? I don't know. I I just, the ending just completely hooked me. I was like, I'm that's about it's show. funny.
0: I felt the same way. I actually yeah. liked that. I was like, Oh, you know, slightly irritated at the um, cliffhanger. But I was like, at the same time, that's a fun note to leave on because I'm yeah. curious, you know, because he's proven he's not, well, I guess he is a villain villain. He's but not one like, dimensional though. Yeah, that's the thing is like, could he maybe want something else other than death and destruction? He seems like he's more than that. Y- you know what I will say? And you know what the one thread they have to save in the finale is? Otherwise, it was purely wasted time. Is they have to make this Yoshi character meaningful. Mm-hmm. And Chisato's attachment to him has to make sense. Because like, most of it has been mostly lost on me.
1: Uh, see, I think they buried that this episode, yeah. I think he might be, re- I think he might return later, in, yeah. You know, in a more
0: you're probably like, I think you're right, that's probably what's going to happen. It's just like, I didn't love it, I didn't love the exit of his character. I didn't, it just felt like, what was the point of all that? I don't know, I didn't love that.
1: Well, okay, well, do you, do you want to break that down a little bit more?
0: Um, I suppose, yeah, it's just like he's. Like, his motivation in this episode is like, oh, he wants her to kill because... question mark? I think... To be... and kill him, of all people? Like, what stake does he have in the game? In what way does he benefit from making her a killer? Especially if he's trying to get her to kill him at one point.
1: My guess is the... Allen Institute, obviously, is more than what we think it is. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, my two cents would be he's being put pressed from the other end. Like, he's mm-hmm. middle management, clearly. Yeah. You know, so, like, someone's pushing him down. Like, you know, the deal is, like, you know, they got to do what, you know, to be an Allen Institute person, you got to do what you do best, essentially. And, you know, she was isolated for the killing and whatnot, and she's not doing that. So, who knows if he's getting pressure or if that's just his, you know, fucked up you know story that that would be lamer if that's the thing
0: saying. is it felt like yeah. one of those animeisms where it's like i want you to do this thing because it's at the core of my being though i can't mm. explain why like that's what it felt like and it was like like if this ends up being a conspiracy and it all leads back to the institute and it probably will and like he ties in really well to that i will like i'll be you know i, I will relieve my criticism but it just feels very like kind of mid, very like just no, his, I, just his character. <clears throat> it's like what and like this. Why is she so beholden to him? Because of this weird heart thing, despite not knowing him. Like I don't know. Like the relationship between the two of them just didn't work for me.
1: Well, again, reminder: these are kids. Yeah, At the, end of the day they're teenagers, so that you kill know, people though. Like that, how old are they supposed again, to be? Well, still they have feelings you know they're not <laughs> just because their prints not fully developed um again that's real world in an anime world it doesn't you know the yeah. logic doesn't always add up but i i think the reason she's hot you know kind of caught up in it is i think she got her moment of clarity of mm. like no more killing you know i was saved now i have a chance to like do you know not kill and, and do better because you know she does all that stuff like neighborhood errand stuff and she's very big in the community and helping people so like you know, like I think maybe she's you know beholden to him due to the fact that she can continue or that she can put that energy out. You know, um, Look at
0: making all these excuses well, for this shit. Excuses, <laughs> but like again,
1: the same thing. I think the worst thing of this show or the worst component of the show is everything involving Yoshi. Like, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. If we could have had the heart stuff and and everything else intertwined without him, you know, it, yeah, you know, I feel like there was a way they could do that. But that's that's what they're doing, and, and they also. They kind of, like, locked it in with the love story between Maki's, or, uh, is it Maki?
0: Yeah, oh, right, the guy that runs the cafe, yeah. So, like... Which feels so random now, but I get it.
1: But that felt powerful in the moment. In the that moment. felt like, you know, I feel like the longer, the more they've, like, revealed the curtain on yoshi the less i like it
0: yeah like it you know what mysterious was better yeah I, I agree you know what'd be good is like a in the second core or season or something is like give us two episodes on yoshi's perspective that like justify his actions oh, that'd be good like, no you know VA. what i mean Just yeah OVA i think would be good yeah do something that makes this character make more sense um but like you know all that said love this sh- like i like the show mm-hmm. it is i'm glad we watched it I'm excited for the finale, but the yes. Yoshi thing has you know just taken a bit off a bit of heat off for me. But it's not like bad; it's still been very very fun to watch.
1: We still got one more episode. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows it's go down, so.
0: Um Okay, we gotta talk about Cyberpunk.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, we do.
0: Cyberpunk Edge Runners. This thing has run over the internet.
1: Yeah, which is in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, this is um. I, okay, I'm not gonna say three for three, but it's three for three video game to anime adaptations that I am aware of, that I can mm-hmm. think of off the top of my head. Castlevania was a win. Mm-hmm. Arcane was a ridiculous slam dunk.
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Was it ever? Sure.
0: And Cyberpunk. Um. I, I know nothing about the game. I know it's adapted by Project Red, though, and like they're heavily involved. And uh, all these shows seem to be attracting people that don't watch anime to anime. Mm-hmm. it's pretty dope man
1: yeah style style over style over style it's crazy we're Um,
0: so we're both two episodes in so we don't we will not really talk about spoilers um i mean other than the first two
1: yeah well the violence is out of control um (laughs) which is like you feel like you'd be we'd be used to that with anime by now and every scene i'm just like Oh, damn like, you know like they're going i feel like the the most violence i see is in um is it love death and robots you know which is you know not directly anime but mm-hmm. it's anime influence and all that and yeah, yeah a lot of stuff they really like go go for it that's also a netflix thing but yeah you know because i've been reading some interviews with like the studio head or you know the the director from trigger who you know makes all this and just like you can see how like jazzed they are that they were just allowed to do whatever they wanted you know because there's like a whole big thing about where he spoke about um the essentially you have to limit yourself due to all of like majority of all anime airs on japanese tv like Mm -hmm. it has like tv time slots so you know like there's there's certain stuff you just cannot do like you know the they can straddle the line as as best as they can but there's just like essentially like you know off-limit stuff and just like the glee, just in the interview, in the translation that I read of him being like, yeah, we got Netflix money and we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> That's like, funny. And you could see that, like, this, it's very, like, over the top. And You're I, watching it
0: uh, subbed, I presume?
1: Yes. Yeah. And there, did you see what I was talking about? It's a little weird, like, the the, the phone calls and trying to, you know, read, you know, one to, I think the second episode was a lot better uh, from the first. But I definitely found the pilot to be a little uh, confusing between, you know, spoken word on the sub and then like a phone call coming in you're trying to read like two separate lines yeah uh, i know what you mean that that was a
0: little busy but yeah they cleaned it up in the second episode for sure
1: but uh just the great color and you know i know you haven't played the the game there but i assure you you that uh yeah i played a good chunk of it when it came out um did it work when it came out for me it did i didn't Mm. have too many issues
0: I, I remember did, that was, like, a big thing, right?
1: Oh, it was a huge thing. And this is some of the best PR CD Projekt Red has got, you know, you in, go. in, like, two years. But, um, no, it's, like, it's um, it's straight out of the game. Like, that's the world. It's crazy. Like, the music, really, you eh? know, the OP, like, all the music, you know, that they play throughout the game. Like, I've, I've heard a couple of them in, in the show, I think. And uh, just huh. awesome. Just a vibe. You know, quite, yeah. Like, plainly a vibe.
0: <laughs> I don't... Uh... I don't have a ton more to say on it, other than we are aware that it's taking over the internet. We're both uh, gonna be watching it, probably semi regularly. I don't um, know if we'll inhale it or not, but I'm really digging it. Um, character's name is David.
1: Dave.
0: I'm pretty cool with that. You can shorten I, that name.
1: Yeah, Dav. Um, <laughs> I do find it funny. Like, it just goes to show, like how you know, there's so many takes on the internet, and you know how, <clears throat> like in most shows, everyone's like, "Oh, wait till you get to like." episode 13, like 13's the one or whatever, you know, I feel like every, I've seen just a post where just about every single episode, like people claim like, oh, wait till you get to episode five. And then another person, oh, episode seven, it's a masterpiece. You know, like it's, it's so funny Like across the board, people are saying like all these episodes are like the pinnacle Damn. of the like, show. And it's like, that's so strange. You don't see that very often. Like, no. just kind of across the board. And it's so funny too. People are trying to be contrarian. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't see it. <laughs> They're just yeah. getting roasted a lot. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I like it when the uh you know the internet kind of forms a bit of a collective Mm -hmm. when something cool comes Mm -hmm. out. And this is definitely having one of those moments. It's always cool when it's anime.
1: It's funny you brought up Arcane because I think I, I have the same feeling now of, like, a zeitgeist and, like, you know, everyone watching to, yeah. to when that came out, you know? So, yeah. a lot of jumped in and, and off the get-go this time.
0: In both cases, not necessarily anime fans. Like, anime fans are watching it, they are liking it, but people yep. that don't watch anime are watching it and liking it as well, which is mm-hmm. which is great. Um, okay, so that's Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Good pick on that one. Thanks for mm-hmm. the recommendation. Um, I i'm continuing my trend of uh watching some older shit mm-hmm. and like trying to find something to um like finish what did i just finish grant that was like from the
1: uh it was like a ne- i am I, blanking on the name oh like on genesis yeah i tried uh,
0: Bokurano, um and before nice. that i would tried i watched all of uh fuli kuli flco um so i watched episode one of Bokurano. I'm kind of doing what you do and I'm like going out, like watching different pilots of different shows to see like what I can really fall into. Um, I watched Ergo Proxy, it's called. Um, Ergo Proxy. It's an older anime. I think it's like um, 90s or something. Yeah, it's 90s. Uh, No, 2006. Good thing I looked that up. Um, So older. It's funny to think that like this was made around the time Full Metal was made. Because it's a very different anime. I'll just give you the synopsis real quick. Um, Ergo Proxy is set in a post-apocalyptic utopian future where humans and auto androids coexist peacefully until a virus gives the androids self-awareness, causing them to commit a series of murders. Hmm. Very iRobot-ish. Um, the I can't remember the protagonist's name. I posted a frame from it on our Instagram this week. And just to kind of highlight like the look of the show it's very dark everyone has like very pale skin it's like always shot in these dark rooms the protagonist is like a detective of sorts hmm. it's absolutely has like that cyberpunk aesthetic like though Blade a runner ask cyberpunk aesthetic what like when i say cyber yeah my bad when i say cyberpunk i don't like literally mean the game i mean like um
1: like
0: the genre. The genre of cyberpunk, like uh, that first Blade Runner, you know what I mean? Um, but a much less vivid color palette than like cyberpunk the show, um, like a very kind of muted show, kind of a like murdery conspiracy vibe, psychological thriller vibe. Mm. Um, it's the first anime, and I haven't watched a lot, and especially anime like this, but it it, it was chilling. To watch it made me like nervous at points i was like yo this is really? kind of creepy and i liked it i was like i haven't you know anime hasn't made me feel uneasy before sure. it's made me feel confused and excited and happy and sad but i was watching this like you know with one eyebrow up like what's going on here this is i'm concerned <laughs> but like in a fun way like I, I don't know i thought it was really really fun So that's Ergo Proxy. Um, Is
1: that uh, that one season? Is that like a whole...
0: Yeah, it's only uh, like 25 or six episodes or so. It's an original anime. Um, And I know it's like up there. And for whatever reason, just like on our Instagram algorithm, I've been like sharing snippets of like anime we like Mm -hmm. the last several weeks or months. And like now we're just in the algorithm. And Mm. like other people that do similar stuff of just like really good looking anime shots and whatnot... Ergo Proxy just keeps coming up, and that doesn't necessarily mean like it's amazing. It just like seems to be in this genre. Sure. You know what other one I get all the time? I think I told you this at Comic Con. You know what's on social media all the time? And by all accounts, every time I look it up, people are like, "Oh, it's mid," but it's apparently very popular. Is uh, Tokyo Ghoul?
1: Yeah, that's that's another one I've always been. It's just been there, sitting there. I've never been. Uh, yeah. Been it's too sure. On well, it. it's just it always seems like it's so funny not to like. In the same way, I was like for the longest time, I kind of like threw like Death Note into the same little pile of like edgy, mm-hmm. you know. And I always thought like you know, Tokyo Ghoul and even uh, like Code Geass like something about the name, oh, I always yeah. just thought that I always thought that as like being a little edgy, and, like now like, yeah. I'm okay, but you know, now more know, edgelord but, so, like, than edgy yeah, yeah. <laughs> but would you say like Argo Proxy kind of fits into that? <sighs> Like edgy for edgy's sake, or is it like Sansom? no?
0: I mean, based off the pilot, I would say no. I would say Death Note, Code Geass. You're you're funny. You got your finger right on the pulse. Having not seen either of them, they're <laughs> they're very similar. They're very young, pompous genius mm. boy gets powers or or something, right? Like there's something that happens to these young kids and now they're like oh now i'm gonna fucking shake up Mm. the world because i've got all the answers yeah (laughs) um very basic kind of teenager shit yeah this is like dark fantasy, dreary no it's like this is like
1: the others Though i mean though oh yes
0: power fantasy sorry this is not so far anyway this is more Mm. like feels like a noir mystery um problem solving case i don't know but dark i don't know i'm you know again just a strong pilot really excited of the, ones, to see
1: goes. Of, of the shows you've been uh you, the older ones you've been going back to i think this is the one i i because i saw your your post the other night hmm. and i was like oh shit that's that's tickling me a little bit what's that you know yeah. I mean, just talking about it now I, I think i'm really gonna make an effort to check this one out. well you like like
0: you liked um what was it called the horror anime you talked about a
1: lot uh, Which one? Oh, oh, uh, The Promised Neverland.
0: Yeah, I just remember being like, oh, see, I don't like horror stuff. And then I tried mm. to watch that or play that game, The Zombies.
1: Oh, the last one?
0: Yeah, and anyway, I just remember that you like horror stuff and I don't really. And I was like, I don't know. Well, this isn't horror. It's more uh, tension-y. Sure. Thriller-y. I don't know. Mm. But again, you know, this could go in a completely different direction. We always talk about how, like, pilots often don't necessarily reflect the show really great mm. like sam and i just started watching mad men oh, um one so of the good. best of all time right she has all a, time she's like how she's finished like half of it but we're just gonna restart the whole thing
1: that's a lot of tv it, it is that's just yeah. something
0: to have on right but it's like anyway like i was watching the pilot and i was like hey like just so you know like the show is definitely better than this like this is not like they have all the pieces in the pilot and but it's just like a little too on the nose, lacking a little bit of nuance. It's kind of clumsy, and I want to I want to be like, yo, like you have no idea how much better it is than this. Um, it's, so it's, you never know.
1: It's so funny because a lot of those shows from that era, and this is a Total Mad Men sideline, but mm-hmm. shows of that era, like you know, The Breaking Bad, The Mad Men, um, you know, it's so funny they all like hit their stride at the same time at their third season. Yeah. And it just like from there, it's just like, you know, cult status and like, you know, all time. Yeah. But and, yeah, Mad, Mad Men's awesome. And
0: Mad Men had like a similar curse to Better Call Saul, ironically. They just went up against mm-hmm. Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones every year. Yeah. And just lost. Lost. Mm-hmm. They gave an Emmy to John Hammond at last season. But like Elizabeth Olsen, I don't think any, anyone won other than him. No. I think they won like, you know, co- costume set design reliably because it is remarkable how good they do it but yeah okay sorry um ergo proxy
1: check it out yeah i'm gonna check that out over to you homie so it's funny we were talking about horror um i checked out the new horror film uh barbarian last night oh who's um, that one so <clears throat> bill skarsgård is in it oh my god um justin long and typical uh, i'm not familiar with the uh the actress's name is
0: bill skarsgård uh, the youngest one who did he was it he was, he was it yeah. yeah in fact
1: he is it that was her name uh, see i can't pull it up in front of me anyway uh oh sorry georgina campbell uh, mm. three of them um and the director so funny uh it was awesome dave holy fuck um that's the thing like i want to talk about this movie but i i'm not going to allow myself to talk it because you know for a couple weeks now online you know a lot of people that i you know movie people like you know coverage, sean fantasy and, and, and a lot of the ringer people mm-hmm. Part, the, time me- part of uh, the message has been put out of do not watch a trailer go see this movie blind uh, in a theater and just have fun with your friends and you that's, know, that's I, what everyone's been saying i
0: i saw and it's not spoilery but i saw this headline of how barbarians subverted the genre or some shit like that and like and then I saw a bunch of people being like, don't spoil it. And I, I didn't click. I do not even know what it was, right? But is it fair to say it
1: it's different? Big time. It's really... <laughs> so I I think just like, you know, what I what I will say or what I'm willing to say is it definitely subverts, you know, like, you know, w- what the internet is saying. Like, it's not jerk off you, like, you know, like a lot of these websites can be about like something like this, you know, mm-hmm. like I remember... Like, even with everything everywhere all at once, like, just, like, some of the shit people were writing is, like, come on, like, just say it's a good movie and just go see it, you know? You don't have to, like, you know, write, like, a friggin', you know, 100-page essay mm-hmm. on, you know, being, on, you know, cute or whatever, but... Yeah. So Instead, I just,
0: just start a podcast
1: about it. Just start a podcast and be cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess Brass Tax, the movie, is a Airbnb rental mm-hmm. situation gone wrong. Love it. And I'll just leave it at that. Um... It's it's just a great movie, incredibly well acted, super, super tense. I went actually went and saw it with a friend of the show, Bronson. Uh, we just had an absolute hoot, and we just sat in the parking lot for like 20 minutes after just talking about the movie. And it's been a long time since I've seen a movie in a theater where I just, all I wanted to do after I finished watching it was just talk about it for as long as I could. Um, I know you're not the biggest horror fan, and you know trying to drag you to a movie like this, I know it would never happen in a theater. Mm-hmm. but as long, If
0: they keep the lights on, I'll go. <laughs> yeah okay
1: well it, it was so we, i was worried we were going to see the movie like we get there and the cashier's like yeah yeah, yeah. like the the roof is leaking and we're like like okay why are you telling us this?" Yeah. Like, and she's like well in your theater and we're like can we see the movie or not and yeah like, oh yeah, yeah yeah you can and we're like okay it's a weird detail so but uh no we we really enjoyed it um you know it just like I said, I I I know I'm. It's, I don't even know why I brought on the show. I just want people. I I just want to praise no, it, but yeah. I don't want to spoil it because I want to continue this trend of I I recommend people, especially if you like horror movies, you got to see this one because it's you know made on a really low budget. Uh, the director is Dave. Did you ever follow the the sketch group, uh, the Whitest Kids You Know? No. Um, I mean, I, I was part either. of the group called
0: that in high school. but...
1: <laughs> Sorry. Like I, I was, I'm familiar with like this group. I've seen a couple of their sketches, but like I wasn't, you know, I I didn't follow them or anything. Yeah. And you know, it's just he's uh he was one of the members of that, and you know, this is kind of like his first movie, and uh, this dude, and you know, it's it's like a it's not adapted. He directed it. He wrote it. It's it's it, it very like I'm not gonna say it's Get Out, but it has like you know just someone doing something different hmm. on like a bigger screen. Like you know, a lot of this, a lot of this type of stuff just kind of you know gets sent to like a. Like a streaming service, like Shutter, or like you know, it's very underground horror market, which is like you know, ho- horror fans are like you know, big time horror fans, you know, they kind of just you know keep the box their own box office to themselves. But hmm. uh, no, I'm really glad to see, and it's doing really really well. It was holding number one uh, this weekend, uh, or, or last weekend when it came out. So it was uh, number one movie in America. So that's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. All right.
0: I will. I w- I will. Well, you're saying not to watch a trailer.
1: Um well it was so the director was on The Big Picture and I was listening to that Mm. and he was saying like, you know, you can watch the trailer and like it's not gonna you know, it's not gonna give you anything away. Um but I think I don't know, I I would just say go. If you like horror movies, take a take a roll. Trust me on this one. You know, Cyberpunk was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um Okay. I think that wraps up a lot of the dedicated show talk. We got to get mm-hmm. to the news feed. Mm-hmm. Um, god so- And then I'm so excited to talk about our QA. Mm. Um, okay. There's a the Blade Runner series, sequel series to Blade Runner 2049 in development at Amazon. Ridley Scott is involved, he's executive producing it, and he's doing it with the guy that, uh, one of the co writers. From uh, Blade Runner 2049. Michael Green is his name. So, you know, um, this is like happening and kind of coming off the tails of Rings of Power and being This has some
1: Rings of Power energy right now. Yeah. Like this announcement, the way it was kind of marketed. Exactly. Big
0: name, big studio, definitely a big budget. Um, Ridley Scott, you know what I mean? Like they're just... A lot of the stuff, a lot of the things you look for in an announcement, like, a lot of the check boxes are being ticked, right? Like, Ridley Scott didn't step away. They got mm-hmm. one of the co-writers. They went to Amazon, who's right now airing one of the most expensive uh, first seasons ever made in, in movies, or in TV, you know what I mean? The, the, those are all, like, good signs. So, that should be fun. Yep. Um, Ant-Man and the Two Wasps... Ant-Man and the Wasp 2 writer Jeff Loveness... To reportedly write Avengers: The Kang Dynasty script.
1: Didn't love Ant-Man and the Wasp too.
0: Didn't love that, but <laughs> this gives them an this gives them the opportunity to recast Kang. So take it.
1: <laughs> I don't think
0: they're gonna. They should get fucking uh, the guy who plays Morpheus to do him. Guaranteed, he's one hundred percent better. Get him what, to show up. Yeah, get get the fish in there. Get get, get Fishburne in there, dude. Wow. He would crush. Get him to wear his Matrix costume and be Kang. 100% that works better than what this guy's doing. Like,
1: 100%. Well, at least... Okay, the benefit this guy has is to, like, he gets to show up as a different type of kang at some point and, like, hopefully win everyone over because that was not great. Buddy, like
0: that, that better have been intentional. If he shows up with that same energy, I'm walking out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The only yeah. thing angrier... The only thing that makes me angrier about his performance in Loki is that other people aren't as angry about it as we are. Probably <sighs> more me than anything, but still.
1: I think that show just got immediate buy-in because of the fact of Tom Hiddleston.
0: Yeah, the uh, fandom hasn't slowed down. That's going to be relevant um, now, actually. John Barenthal, rumored to come back to an MCU series on Disney+. Mm,
1: it's probably Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah
0: oh shit you just upset me with that because it's like duh that makes so much sense <laughs> they're probably not gonna have yeah would you um
1: this is a stupid question disney is too squeamish to do well yeah are you... way to to do his own show he's gonna be yeah. he's gonna be a villain i think in uh in daredevil they're sure. so just gonna do hash that over would be my two cents yeah would you have
0: called his solo season on netflix r-rated Definitely, right? Yeah, I think so. Close to it. Like, language not that bad. Sex not that bad. Mm. Blood. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Violence.
1: But they can do that thing where they can still, like, they can do all that and still call it, like, 14A or whatever. Yeah, that's true. So, so like, it's, you know, hard are it was not, you know. So yeah. So, I think, yeah. It's... But the
0: MCU doesn't really have blood. Like, think about all the biggest battles.
1: mm yeah no, uh, blood. no there was in moon Knight. there was was it i remember being i remember being a little surprised the in the f- pilot or the second episode of, uh, mm. of but moon i mean Knight. like you know Something big
0: got, got. movies you know what i mean yeah 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 on the big no. screen it's not it's, no. it's it's not for that audience um, that's why there's
1: always robots people can kill, yeah, like, robots yeah that's they.
0: true you can blast iron man suits to pieces
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay grant um What's the next one?
1: Oh, this one bumps me out. Uh, Rogue Squadron, the the Patty Jenkins Star Wars show. Looks like it got canceled. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, they made a very vague announcement of there's no Star Wars movies in the pipeline. Which. Very interesting. Because don't they have a series yeah.
0: launching, like, tomorrow?
1: No, okay. They have series, they don't have any movies. In the no,
0: pipeline. no, I know. It's just like, um, yeah, like, it, it's just weird. Star Wars is in a weird spot. Because they it killed is. the Ryan Johnson trilogy, right? Mm hmm. And then there was theories that D&D from Game of Thrones
1: were going to get some Star Wars movies. Well, that was, like, announced, and, like, that got taken away. And then
0: that went away. And then, yeah, like, you know, they're killing this. Very interesting to see what they announce or what they're going to end up doing.
1: Maybe they're just kind of, you know, focusing in. Like, I know, well, again, at the end of the day, it's Disney, but it, it does sound like there's some pretty major heads from, like, the Marvel side versus the Star Wars side. And mm. you know the Star Wars side was pretty vocal about Boba Fett and kind of some adjacent things. So maybe they're listening because that's the thing. Like they canceled this or kind of made like the indefinite, you know, postponing or whatever. However, they they were very like weird with the wording. But then you know they made all these announcements. You know, around the same time as you know the the acolyte. You know, they're 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 casting that now. So like they're definitely doubling down on some stuff and kind of maybe they're just cleaning up the clutter. and not too much at one time and yeah. I'm I'm. And again, the Andor review, early reviews are coming out. Apparently, it's fucking incredible. Uh, best thing out of Star Wars in a long time, people are saying. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. That comes out tomorrow. And we'll, we'll be back next week with that conversation. But uh Yo, I, I don't, don't even
0: know, know if I'm going to have time to watch it.
1: There's too much. It, there's actually I, too much. Right I might just I'm put this
0: one on you days. and tell you to report back. And if it's any good, I'll check it out. I will gladly jump on that grenade for you, Dave. Thank you. You're a true friend, Grant. <laughs> um, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is coming to Crunchyroll today. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it's available.
1: Yes, man. I I'm am rewatching re-watch that. It. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Because <laughs> there's some season two news coming. Uh, they released a still key art, yeah. And I think in a couple days, or the 25th, I believe, they're announcing more season two info. So. Just people in, are thinking fall next year yeah That's just in the, ju-
0: oh my god this takes so long but let's go man let's yeah. let's play i god, wonder so good yeah you know i have questions about that that i'll bring to you later mm-hmm. um well the villain like the i'm confused by the timeline because the villain of that movie appears to die mm. but then is in subsequent properties like he's in season one of jiu kaisen
1: yeah, but they don't know he's out there. Yeah, but like, like he's like clearly be- staying hidden and he's like out of the yeah, way. Yeah, but, but didn't
0: he die? How is he there?
1: Yeah, I know, but like there was like a cutaway of him and Gojo in an alleyway. Like there's more to that story for sure. And yeah, I think that's going to be revealed. Yeah. Cuz it's interesting cuz you know that that key art they released is Gojo. it's them as like I don't know if it's them as kids or when they're students or whatever, but like it's it's you know, it's Gojo uh I I blanket on that other Ghetto's name ghetto and then essentially the nobara clone <laughs> like uh, you know it's them on the train so that'd be that'd be kind of interesting if season two is like you know half of it is like in the past that would be pretty cool
0: i would get down with that i mean they, yeah. they definitely proved us they've definitely proved that there's appetite for uh for prequel stuff they've built a good world um God, curious so to see how that goes um all right, Grant. You cover the second half, half of the news feed. This is absurd. There's so much news.
1: There's so okay. So this is some pretty big. So Genshin Impact announced a collaboration with uh, UFO Table um, for a not yet clarified project. Um, so from what I've read online, there's been some previous work with them. Like they've some uh, apparently UFO Table does a lot of like animations for like video games, like opening sequences um you know God, that uh, makes so
0: much sense of like how they they have so much experience with 3d stuff
1: exactly yeah and that's probably why they excel at it in their shows because they're working on video games a lot mm-hmm. um so it's not official that it's an anime series or a movie or if it's just like some tie-in stuff mm. but everyone is again the internet thinks what they want to think but we're on the street is, this is a series so pretty tight genshin impact is one of the biggest fucking things in the world it's up there with Fortnite and all you know the the popular multiplayer games this show is going to absolutely dominate if it's a show yeah or sorry this series if it's a show it's going to absolutely dominate it's uh yeah. this it, it seems when i read this it was one of the most like well that's perfect that's obvious that they're yeah. working that it's them working on that so. it's
0: one of the yeah i mean ufotable like i remember saying you imagine if they did attack on titan Part yeah. four or whatever mm-hmm. Season four. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to miss if you're them right now. They're on fire. Um, that, that'll be huge. I'll, I'll check that out. In her 100%. I yeah, never um, played the game,
1: but I'll check that out.
0: Yeah, me neither. We installed it. At, like,
1: I don't even... I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: know. I'll, I'll check it out at some point. Um, Constantine's getting a sequel, Grant. Fuck yes. Dude, tell me that movie slaps.
1: That movie slaps. Yo,
0: I rewatched <laughs> that shit. Did I just... You? Not, not like, because of this, but I've rewatched oh, okay. it recently... And it's just like, there's something about, and I know people would relate to this, maybe just people in my very specific echo chamber, but it's mm-hmm. like, there's just something about me that wants to be tragic Keanu Reeves solving crimes with cancer, Fuck, man. chain smoking. I just want to be this sad, but strong dude. You know what I mean? I just want, like, I mean, I think I romanticize it, or at mm. least I definitely did when I was a kid watching that movie. Mm-hmm. I was definitely like, he's so fucking cool. I want to I'm be
1: re- miserable. I remember <laughs> seeing that in the theater and just like walking out and it being like daylight. I'm like, I wish it was night. You know? <laughs> I was like, this, you know, this is not what I wanted to be walking out of, no, That movie left a huge mark on me. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a great, that's a great, and like, I think, you know, we all have the Matrix and all that, but to me, that's one of like the de facto canon roles is, is him as John Constantine. Dude, it's
0: so, he's so good. It, it yeah. it's funny because like he John Wick the Matrix he has these other properties that are so big franchises that he's mm-hmm. key to now, and but there's always been this nostalgic, small but passionate fan base for Constantine being like yo there's more here like if if everything gets a sequel why not this movie um, the, so yeah the
1: best personification of the devil in a movie is Peter Stormare and Constantine he's incredible
0: you're totally right about that like, he was terrifying he, like. Imagine reading that on a script and then looking up at the table, where you'd be like, "How on earth are we going to make this not corny?" Yeah, you
1: know what I get.
0: Yeah, this guy. <laughs> they did that definitely. They they crushed it so good. Did you see the Grand Theft Auto Six leak? Yeah, That's a did. segue.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's so much of it. To it sucks. Like, you know, it, I feel like bad for him.
0: I feel bad for Rockstar. Well, I mean, I no, 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 I'm not saying like I feel bad for the multi billion dollar corporation. I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. you know you work on these things in R and D for years mm-hmm. and, you know, it's great to see your work kind of rewarded when you get to share it, when you're ready.
1: It just sucks. You know, it, it, yes, a hundred percent, but like, it's maybe this is like kind of punching down a little bit. because mm-hmm. you know, This did just happen, but like they have not been like the fairest to the consumer in the, like the last year alone. Oh yeah. So you would and, know this and to see like, you know, just between like, You know, like they put out a couple products that were just like, you know, absolute cash jobs, like no real thought, just, you know, total money grabs and kind of like, you know, put it back in the fans face like a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like it's really hard to feel bad for them. Like, again, on that corporate level, valid point. those are people working at those are artists working at a studio who are having their work kind of shown early. So I feel for them. But like this (laughs) corporate, like, you know sympathy thing that's coming out for for rockstar it's it's a little nauseating <laughs> it's, it's hard to feel bad for them yeah well put good yeah. point um god what else man chainsaw man yeah the can... hype i could feel it it's like vibrating in me i'm so, so excited for this show <laughs>
0: um premiere for chainsaw man is around the corner we are obviously gonna watch we're obviously sure, gonna cover however at this point and i i said this in the group chat with, uh, with vivian i don't know if you saw Mm-hmm. I'm going Zero Dark Grant on this one. Big time. Like I'm not Watch watching the new the trailer. trailer. <laughs> Zero Dark Grant. You want? Yeah, yeah I want that one. <laughs> you I like want. that one? Yeah, I like that. One. Um, but I'm going. I'm going. Like, I'm going in blind. Yeah, um, you
1: have to. Something like this. You got to do it.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the new. Like they're putting out like character key art things. They're putting out um, the schedule. They're saying like they're gonna have a new song for every. Like, end credit or some shit. Like, like, they're just putting out a ton of stuff. Um, but, you, you know, we've been hyped for, like, literally a year at this point. So, I don't need any more promo. I don't want to see anything. I want to go in and, like, figure it out with you on this show.
1: It feels like the plane has landed on the tarmac. Let's you know, party, boys. You know, you know, like, everyone's, like, still sitting to, you know, they, they can't get up yet to, you know, get their luggage and all that. Like, it feels like we're here, you know. Yeah. So, it's it's uh it's pretty exciting the the 12 ending song things i think is cool i'm wondering if that's like a map thing because i've i remember um so they did a show that i really like called Doro hero it was a netflix one. Oh yeah it, it, it's not quite the same thing but just about every single episode had a different song by the same artist like kind of similar to Fully cooly yeah, yeah yeah um but like you know there would be like almost like pairs like every two episodes there'd be like a new uh you know ed so I'm wondering, you know, like it's maybe that's just their style or what they're doing, but uh, I the list is out. If you want to see it, you can go and look, mm-hmm. but I I'm not. I just want to hear them for the first time, look it up, and then you know, kind of well, add it to the playlist. And that's
0: you know. the thing, man. Is like I remember telling you like live on this mm-hmm. podcast when I discovered Fooly Cooly, and I told you straight up, oh, the best part is the music, 100. percent Like when you experience those needle drops for the first time and you don't know what's coming and you don't know what the song is and you don't know what it's going to sound like. And then it like syncs up to the scene in a relevant way. Mm -hmm. That's like this magical thing. I don't want to know what's coming. I Mm -hmm. just want to enjoy it. So that's it. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Um, Yeah, I think we can probably end the news feed there. Sure. And get to the Q&A. Because we're, we're 66 minutes in. What did you do again? <laughs> I'm kidding. We got some good questions this week.
1: Absolutely. Did you see them? I did,
0: yeah. Okay, good. Because we're, we're going to have to give semi-thought-out answers here. Both of these are tough questions. Mm-hmm. Number one, from listener Cassidy. What's an anime you would consider a hidden gem? Hmm. So this is a tough question. And I got in my head about it because it's like... As <laughs> yeah, one does. Well, there's always going to be some dickhead... Who takes your answer and is like, "That's not a hidden gem." <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. Actually, day. at my, are cl- we discuss it every weekly meeting at our fucking whatever in our Facebook group, Reddit subReddit relevant? That is relevant to it. Like, there's always like a small, passionate like community for like the most obscure shit. So it's mm. like, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna try and answer this with an obscure recommendation. I'll just, mm-hmm. I have a couple that I think are sleepers and that when you talk to people and I've met a lot of people recently that like anime mm-hmm. they go, Oh, what do you like? I've never had anyone other than you and I give these answers, but I want, mm-hmm. do you have any off the top of your head? You want to go first?
1: I, I have one for sure. Ready to go. You go. Um, odd taxi. Oh, great. And it's plain, plain and simple. Um, oh, so good. What it, an answer, you know, like the definition of hidden and an absolute gem, you know, like it's, yeah, you have you know, to and, know anime. <clears throat> God, that was
0: such a good answer. Shit. hmm.
1: The, the thing, you know, and, like, to Crunchyroll's credit, like, they, they really tried. They really did market it. And the movie just came out, actually, last week. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's like, a recap of the whole season with a couple scenes added in. I've yet to watch it. I, mm. I'm probably going to do that at some point this weekend um, just to kind of jump back into that because uh, I've been wanting to do a rewatch. But, no, like, tremendous show. Like, some of the best writing of last year. I think it was my number one show from last year. Um, You know, it's just incredible voice acting the a story like it was very tarantino and you know coen brothers-esque and just, just such a sad story and you know but like the the comedy was just like on point you know it's i i honestly think odd taxi is what awoke me to all these other shows so i i I, really well I recommend played. anyone to if they have not heard of odd taxi if you haven't heard me talking about it or dave talking about it uh i i push for you to check it out because it's it's Probably one of my my all time faves. It's, it's and it's it's truly a hidden gem.
0: That's also the best answer to this question. i, I have two that are like kinda cop-out ish, not really. But I I'll, do have another I do I'll have, have another one, people. but
1: I think you're gonna say one.
0: Oh, do you think? I think easy. We'll okay. So the one that I think fits this question better is Vivi florite Oh. Vivi I Florite's know. i song. Um also, yeah. The reason is it has everything a good anime needs. Uh plot good character great world building uh, music high quality animation um and the studio got to do it as like a pa- passion project because it's an original anime so it's not tied to like some manga adaptation shit it's it's finite it's like 10 to 12 episodes right what, what studio show with studio with studio um it it just has all the pieces it is fantastic it was one of both of our favorites last year mm-hmm. and like ask like a person who's into anime you ever heard of this like, what Like, it just, there's just too much shit going on, um, and it it just, it's a real sleeper. What was yours, Grant? Sunny Boy. Yeah, okay, Sunny is my second, my third one.
1: Also, I think a co-companion to that would be uh, To Your Eternity. Yeah. I I think of the four had the most visibility. You could argue maybe Odd Taxi had the most visibility Mm -hmm. out of the four of them, but uh, I I definitely think those four are... Sunny Boy is among my
0: favorite anime of all time i agree and it's just like it's if you want to get heady and cerebral and artsy about it sunny boy like that's there all day so is a taxi though um they're all, they're both kind of psychological thrillers in a way i don't know but everything we just mentioned sunny I boy literally, i Florida. literally just
1: pictured like the endings like the needle drop in sunny boy in my head right now and i got chills like, yeah it's one of the best uh, pieces so of art i've
0: ever seen <laughs> It, it really is um those that's those are good answers from us so please check at least one of those shows out
1: yeah real pat on the back yeah
0: <laughs> um okay this one i'm a little more prepped for grant sure yeah. next question last of the week we really only have time for two because we fucking talk so much on this mm. podcast who would have guessed um why are movies so different now casper mm. Casper. Shout out Casper. Shout out Casper. I, I think I know. Well. Yeah, I think I know which Casper this is. Mm. Not a huge fan of him. I wish his character was as cool as his name, but that's fine. Um, it's a good question. I saw a movie with Casper recently, mm. and uh, we saw Ghost Ghost in the Shell in theaters, Ooh, and I'm going to so talk jealous. about that like next week because it Great. was an experience. But like you know, you come off that movie, you definitely think like, why are movies different now? Like why yeah. is everything? A certain way, right? So I'll I'll vent a little bit and feel free to interrupt. But I think, and I'll do this quickly, the short and obvious answer that sounds kind of dismissive is obviously money mm. and risk management and risk mm. assessment, right? Um, Fifteen years ago, sixteen maybe. It's not an exaggeration to say that the MCU didn't ex- did not exist in those intervening. 15 years is now the most profitable franchise in cinema history. Mm -hmm. The landscape has changed dramatically in that 15 years. Um, Disney now owns everything 21st Century Fox, Capital Cities, ABC, Lucasfilm, Pixar, Marvel, Fox Mm -hmm. Family, ESPN, BAM Tech. (laughs) Um, Disney, out of every $1 Spent in the box office, Disney receives twenty five percent of it, or a quarter of it. So, it's one studio owns a quarter of the box office, which is fucking nuts. Mm. Um, and here are a couple examples of some two really fantastic movies that we both saw and both liked, and that everybody who saw them also liked. Mm-hmm. The Last Duel, mm. a year or two ago. 30 yeah. million dollar box office worldwide take off a 100 million dollar budget.
1: That's a that's a pill for sure.
0: Lost 70 million dollars. It what? went up against Shang-Chi. Yeah. Which is considered one of the worst Marvel movies and that made 432 million dollars. <laughs> Second movie example I got for you is The Green Knight.
1: Oh, that was a good one.
0: Fantastic movie. Yeah. Made 19 million dollars. Oh, I didn't
1: know you watched that.
0: Yep made $19 million off of its $15 million budget. So it actually was made $4 million, which is pretty good, considering it went up against Black Widow, which was wow. barely in theaters, but still managed to make $380 million. Um, I think like all of this... To, and here, here's another one. Like uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is a great example of a mm-hmm. movie that is in Oscar nomination discussion, contention for winning several... They did that thing on a shoestring budget of twenty five million dollars. It went up against Doctor Strange, which had a two hundred million dollar budget, <laughs> and made nine hundred fifty five million. Um, Silly, oh and God. and that that's typical. That's the thing. The no, billion I I dollar I movie club. There might be ten in the MCU. It's absurd. Well, to so, have,
1: yeah, to have it read to you, it's just so depressing to hear. All it's
0: uh, everything everywhere all at once in the film community is one of the best movies of the year and everybody who saw it again liked it made for 25 million it only made a 100 million dollars and it's you know it's oscar bait it's gonna be it's very successful but again that's that's like one of the best case scenarios and it did a tenth as good as like a one of the better marvel movies or one of the better performing marvel movies you know what i mean like Mm This is all just to say it's uh risk management. There isn't really a ton of reason to invest in these types of projects. Uh, another good one is if you're interested, actually watch the hot ones episode with Matt Damon. Mm. He gives this answer, which is like Sean Evans basically asks him like, why are movies different now? Why mm. can't you take these kinds of risks? And I think he's like talking about like the last duel because <laughs> that movie ate so much shit. Mm. But the big thing was like studios were willing to experiment more back then. You would make a lot of money on DVD sales that doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's just different. It comes down to risk management. And if you look at the movies that perform, they tend to be franchise-oriented, right? Your Mission Impossibles, your Top Guns, MCU's, Star Wars. You know, look at what the two big studios are doing right now. If you look at Disney and Marvel, like you mentioned earlier, they're arguing about Star Wars and Marvel, right? Which takes precedent. Marvel... Just came off of, uh, what's the event? DC 23 Expo? D23. D23, where they're talking about phases five and six in the MCU that'll take us into 2026. And Warner Brothers is out here putting out, putting out statements saying, we're, we're going to... There's a fire in the building. <laughs> we're going to figure out a 10-year plan for the EU. That is their number one point of business. Mm. It's not... You know what I mean? It's building Harry Potter World. It's... Mm. And, and it's the DCEU. It is not looking for the next person that's going to make um, Promising Young Woman or, like, another fantastic movie that no one's seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that fair? It is fair. So if there's, one, like, one thing that I can think of to, to kind of add to all, and again, I, I agree with you on everything. I think another big part is also attention spans. I think... Yeah the you know the social engineering of social media has kind of changed movies forever in a lot of ways like all again mainly mainstream and stuff like that you know there has to be edited quickly and tightly and it's got to be you know this long it's got to get out we am gonna get the next one the sequel you know it's just push 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 it's you know it's puppy mill action you know um but i think at the end of the day you know movies are different but you know it's like anime it's like music you know, and movies have done this forever. It's like any type of art. You got to go to the underground. You got to go find yeah. you know, the smaller studios. There's lots of indies. Like, good stuff are being made. Great stuff are still being made. You know, it's just... uh You know, the big stuff, it's... You know, before the big stuff... You know, it, it kind of goes back to the stuff you are saying about Matt Damon. But the big stuff is not what it once was. But the little stuff is still kicking. And it's still fucking doing wild stuff. Take Barbarian, for example. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but $4, $4 or $5 million budget. And, you know, just it pulled in 20 million bucks this weekend. Yeah. Just for, you know, word of mouth and, you know, people loving a good horror movie. So it's uh, maybe
0: that's a good point. I think maybe the compromise is this maybe like it's always been this way to an extent, but Mm -hmm. pop culture would kind of inform the audience a little bit on which movies you should see Mm -hmm. because the box office wasn't so heavily dominated by one or two properties. Mm -hmm. Um, that is more the case now, but that doesn't mean the good shit is gone. You just have to, you have to care to go find it. Um, the Oscars still happened. The fewest amount of people ever watched it in history, <laughs> but like the movies are still out there. Like the place we saw Ghost in the Shell. It's a small independent theater that's like 70 years old. You know what I mean? You can buy a membership there. Something like. Yeah, but like they do that kind of shit. They play what? these indie flicks. They played everything everywhere all at once. They do reap reruns of like cult classic movies. You know, those are the places you should probably be supporting and looking into for uh for like the good shit, for that indie art stuff. Mm. I think that's fair. And obviously, tune into Part Time Otaku podcast on Wednesdays cuz that all the good shit we're probably covering anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Christ. You heard us, honey boy? You're welcome.
1: We will talk about Sunny Boy for as long as you need. Yeah.
0: All right, Grant. Good Lord. 80 minutes. What do you think? Do we call it? You want to go for another 80? No.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you guys very much for listening. This has been a fun one. Um, subscribe to the podcast again. Reminder, find us on Spotify at Part-Time uh, Otaku Podcast. Same on Instagram. Apple Music. We're there, too. Apparently, a good, a good few of you listen to us there. So, Just search us on whatever podcast engine you listen to podcasts on. We will appear, subscribe, listen to us, tell your friends, family, cross political boundaries and lines to talk about the show. Okay, I think we can end it here. Grant, you say the thing? Bye, guys. Cheers.